Welcome to Season 3 of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me a Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Carol Willem Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. As your creativity cultivators, Carol and I will be bringing more special guests to you during the year of 2023 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. For the month of February here in 2023, we have invited four different pastors and worship leaders to talk with us about their thoughts on exploring the spiritual side of creativity. Our second guest this month is our friend Dennis Stroop. Dennis is pastoring a small holiness group at the Nazarene Church here in Kellogg. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation with Dennis about the Creator Connection here on your Dreams and Bones podcast. Well, welcome to Dreams and Bones, those of you that are listening with us today, and a special welcome to our guest, uh, our good friend Dennis Stroop. Uh, Dennis, good to have you here today. Good to be here with my creative friends. Yes, your creative (laughs) friends. Well, throughout the month of February, here in 2023, we have invited four different pastors and worship leaders to talk with us about their thoughts on exploring the spiritual side of creativity. Now, on our Grow Me a Story website, in describing what we mean by the creator connection, we make this statement to anyone and everyone who would like to grow their creativity. Be open to connecting with the Creator, God, the spiritual side of creativity. The Creator of the universe wants to connect with you and birth a creation through you. But you need to stop and listen and let the work be created. So, Dennis, as you listen to that statement, what are your thoughts uh, from a pastoral or theological perspective? What, what, What thoughts come through? I think the obvious one is is the creation of of all things from God. That's an easy basic thought to come, and that's where I would hit first. But for me personally, it has a lot to do with spiritual gifting, mm. with or pastorally. How how did God design us to operate, to live life, and to bring glory to Him and help His church and His people, mm-hmm. help one another? Mm-hmm. That's also one of my strong inclinations to try and know people well enough to know what God designed them or how he designed them and help them do that. Mm -hmm. Those are the two thoughts that I have. So I hear you saying that some of this is about people knowing themselves Mm -hmm. well enough. We we meet a lot of people that say, oh, well, I'm not creative. Uh, This is not one of the questions on our list right here, Dennis, but do you describe yourself? Do you think of yourself as creative? I actually do not think of myself as creative, but I realize that that's because when I think of creative, it's the physical, Mm -hmm. tangible things that come from creativity that come to mind. Mm -hmm. And so I wrestle with that because I'm not one that builds stuff or Mm -hmm. paints or um, cooks fancy dishes. Mm -hmm. I just don't create very much that's Mm -hmm. physically tangible. Mm -hmm. And so... As I struggle through that, I think I know I know I'm creative because I know that I've been 
given that kind of life. Mm -hmm. God, God never stops creating. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it moves me towards a verbal or me, especially personally, it moves me towards idea creation. Mm -hmm. I'm always brainstorming mm -hmm. about something. So less physical, tangible, mm -hmm. more conceptual mm -hmm. creativity, I yeah. think is what, how I would say it. Right. Well, how do you feel, and this kind of goes along with this question, yeah. how does creativity show up or manifest itself in your life, personally and or pastorally? So uh, it doesn't happen on a regular basis, but I, as I thought about that this week, yes, uh, Saturday, I got the opportunity to, to present to 85 men. And so I built a slides, Google Slides, PowerPoint style mm. thing. And one of the inputs to that to me was, it helps if you have pictures mm -hmm. involved for the slides. So I spent what what seemed like nearly as much time going through all my pictures mm -hmm. and picking out meaningful pictures for the verses I was using mm -hmm. as I did looking into unity in scripture and mm -hmm. seeing what God's mind had to say about that. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was a physically tangible thing, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. It's not a regular occurrence for me. Yeah, and, and pastors prepare for uh, Sunday sermons in in different ways. Do you typically write out a, a, a presentation like you gave last Saturday to that group of men? Is that something that you're going to write a script for? How do you how do you organize your thoughts in that manner? What I would normally do, which doesn't happen every time, it didn't exactly happen last time, is take tons and tons of notes hmm. and try and get the big concept and then pick out the ones that I have to have, have to be reminded of, yeah. and just have a select few notes. Um, my illustrations will just have a phrase. And then I let, that's probably where I'm most creative, I think. I let God's spirit take over and let mm -hmm. the words come mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. and try not to, because if I write them down, if I do a manuscript, I will read it mm -hmm. right in front of people. Yeah. So the more words I have, the more I tie, I tie into them. Right. Or depend on them. Mm -hmm. So a simple note outline is usually best for me. Mm -hmm. And this time I had several slides because of the environment it was in. Right. And then I tend to be tied to the slide, to, to the wording on the slide. Mm -hmm. I will have all of my scriptures for sure to make sure I get that right. Mm -hmm. And that's actually enough to usually get me going on the mm -hmm. concept of what's being said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, see, I, you know, I go back to what Paul shared, like the statement that says, you need to stop and listen and let the work be created. And to me, as a pastor, you do that every week. Every, if you're preaching every Sunday morning, that's what you're doing. You're preparing, but part of that's listening. And then you have your notes. And then you're letting this work be created every Sunday morning as you're sharing, you know, what God's put on your heart. And I think you don't think of it that way because... But it is. I mean, it's every Sunday morning you are doing a creative act by sharing what God has for these people, you know, for the people that you're talking to. And but I think when you're when you've done it all, you know, you just kind of do it all the time. And I I think we don't think of it sometimes like that. But it is. I mean, and especially, I think, knowing how to listen. I mean, that's such a big part of creativity and listening to God, because some people don't get it. I mean, they don't forge ahead and do what they want to do. But it's that stepping back and learning to listen and be aware. And you've trained yourself to do that through the process in your 
pastoral life. And that's, to me, that's a big creative thing. <laughs> so let's go there for a minute. Uh, and pursue that thought of listening even, even more. How do we do that? How do we learn to listen? I think there's some that are that are pretty common, you know, like scripture. Okay. And and uh, for me, it it takes time with it, mm-hmm. not only studying, but just interacting with scripture. Mm-hmm. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense. If I if I'm putting effort into the relationship with God and learning who He is, it's because I'm spending time with every possible resource that I have that shows me who he is. Mm-hmm. And that that includes scripture, obviously, for most Christians, mm-hmm. but also creation itself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's commonly we think of uh, the mountains and, the, and, and maybe the storm. But mm-hmm. I think people are one of God's mm-hmm. really amazing mm-hmm. created things that he uses to speak to us. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. Because I love being with people, I I will get a lot out of a conversation with mm-hmm. someone who knows our Creator. Mm-hmm. So I spend the majority of my time wanting the mind of other people. Mm-hmm. So let's say I have a subject of something I want to know about God. Why does God want unity? Mm-hmm. I want to know what Paul has to say mm-hmm. about that, or what Harold has to say about that. Mm-hmm. But that that's character of me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think in order to get to know our creator, we have to get outside of the things that are automatic. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that, that non-automatic is to stop and listen and, and just wait for him to speak. For me, that means um, to listen to him is to remove the other things that I want, mm-hmm. the other things that distract even study of scripture can distract me because I'll get so excited about finding out with this information <laughs> and this answer. And sometimes I just need to stop and let let whatever's happening, let him say whatever he wants to say or nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And it's in those times when I like to call it saturation of scripture. So mm-hmm. if I saturate my life with listening to scripture devotions and reading it and being in and in service church services to listen to a message and bible study with other people i've framed my mindset towards that Mm -hmm. but if i never stop and just wait and let god say what he wants to say from it i'm not really listening to him i don't think Mm -hmm. is that kind of a mix Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. like many other things like like a relationship that we're in a marriage or parenting or we're not truly listening to somebody unless we stop talking mm-hmm. and make the effort to listen. Mm-hmm. Or that we aren't, you know, all those thoughts are going through our head and, or we're thinking about what we're going to say next. <laughs> you know, it's actually, yeah, <laughs> cutting all that off and mm-hmm. and actually, yeah, engaging and, and listening to what they're saying. <laughs> you would pick on one of my bad habits. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do. I think you know, and I think of um, when we were doing our creative communion services and those. Yeah, of learning those times of contemplation and quiet, and it's just so important to to have those times. And and for some people, it is. It's a real training that you have to teach yourself to quiet yourself down. It's not for most people. It doesn't come automatically, and for some people, they don't want it to come. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. very hard to get to that place of just quiet and what are they going to hear? And I, I learned I have to do a lot of removing of the, the other things that mm-hmm. distract mm-hmm. to get to the quiet, yep. you know, to get to simple message. Mm-hmm. 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 And do you find that you, the more you do it, the easier it, you get the distractions away, do you find? Or is it mm-hmm. still? I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I want to say yes, mm-hmm. but I'm I I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I think the more you practice it, mm-hmm. it gets easier. Yes. But as an example, I'm thinking of um, I recently fasted for focus to, to, mm-hmm. to narrow my focus on God, mm-hmm. and I love food. I love to eat. I, I don't cook, but I love people who do. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> Lot, there's lots of people in my life right now who like to feed me. Mm-hmm. And so it's a challenge to remove mm-hmm. that personal thing right. about it. And I've I've been through a media fast, and, and so I've done mm-hmm. it different mm-hmm. ways. And this time was harder. Mm-hmm. Same about time frame, but I did it a, a year ago, and I fasted media, and I fasted food. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was harder the second time. Mm-hmm with more or less the same framework, more or less the same mm-hmm. intention. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what causes my pause. Does yes. it get yeah. easier mm-hmm. the more you practice? Or maybe it's because you've done it, you need a little more test or something, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to get you, th- you know, to see, oh, okay, are we, are we really in this or, yeah. yeah. Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track? This is what Grow Me A Story is all about. Paul and Carol Wollum Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. The thought comes to mind that we, we can only tell what has worked for, for us. It's good for me to hear what someone else is doing in, in, in listening in, in any of this. But ultimately, the best that I can do for anyone else is say, well, this is what I've done. This is what works for me. You might give this a shot. And it may work. And it may not. Um, or through the process, you might find your own way. Find, of, yeah, of, find your own yeah, what's process. Work? So. Wonderful when it does work. Yes. And you find out about it. Mm-hmm. When it mm-hmm. works for somebody else. Mm-hmm. A quick thought. like I just mm-hmm. maybe realize that the habit is, is not helpful. Because mm. 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 uh, habit becomes a dependency mm-hmm. for me. If, if if I build a habit of removing something so that I can get to God, once that that's in place, it just becomes a habit, right. and mm-hmm. it's no longer doing what I intended mm-hmm. it to do, which mm-hmm. is get to the the Creator, to right. get to the God's His voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you think everyone is meant or called to be creative? What a challenging question, right? I, because it seems like you can't say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that takes me back to God as creator. 
he breathed into life. And, and a huge statement in scripture for me is he made us in his likeness. Mm -hmm. And so we should be everything that he is. And six out of seven days, he was creator, right? right? Mm -hmm. He rested for one. <laughs> and so that seems like it would mean, no, you, you everybody's meant to be creative somehow. Mm -hmm. And yet that's in that tension with me of creative supposed to be tangible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, and that's part of it. I think it's, what is our definition of creativity? Yeah. And I think we have to come to that conclusion that, well, maybe it's beyond the tangible. You know, that term, looking outside the box and looking at, but what is creativity? And, you know, and I, and I don't think God is a box, you know. He wants us to look at it, you know, what is what is it that he wants us to create? And and it can be so many different things because he creates us and and... You know, and we're all unique. And mm -hmm. and I think a part of it is quieting ourselves, listening, and asking, what is it you want me to do? What is it? You know, it may not be actually saying, how can I be creative? But, yeah, I think every time we sit, ask God, how can I be used? I think it's a asking, how can you creatively use me in this world? So, yeah, I think a lot of it is. It's what our head is saying, yeah. what is creativity? Let me see if I can get this, uh, perhaps I can get this right into your wheelhouse. Uh, um, uh -oh. Because for as long as I have known you, a concept that I have heard you talk about, an idea, I think unity is in your wheelhouse. Uh, <laughs> that, that, is, that is what, if I can say it this way, that's what God has spoken to you to have the focus be for you. Are you trying to get people to look at unity in a more creative fashion than that's been done before? I guess I've always thought it was just a new way. Mm -hmm. But that's, is that different than creative? Because it, it's creating a new way for them to, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. understand it. Yeah. And I, I realize that, yes, unity is a big one for me. Sometimes I wonder if that's, if it's, if I'm actually creating a mess versus <laughs> a new thought or mm -hmm. an actual thought of truth. Truth's another big one that's, that, mm -hmm. that's huge for me to, mm -hmm. to get the value of truth out. So, and, and, and I don't, my wheelhouse, I think, is thought processing. Mm -hmm. It's, I love to ask questions. Don't like answering them as well as I like to just ask them, <laughs> um, which might be obvious. But yeah, creating a new thought process for people, I think, is mm -hmm. is huge. Mm -hmm. Whether it's unity or truth or mm -hmm. just, I love to see it. Like I kind of said earlier, I love to see it when people catch what what I'm throwing out as mm -hmm. an idea. Mm -hmm. Or from my perspective, it's 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 something to do with the truth or unity is a truth that, right. that, that I think of. So as you talked about, many people don't think of themselves as creative because it's something that comes almost automatic mm -hmm. or it, it's natural or, mm -hmm. or something they do already. Right. And so it has me asking questions. What, it, what makes it creative? If, if I'm naturally a, a musician, right. What makes it creative for me to, to use it. So some my thinking, and it was especially some of the early people we, we interviewed, and they were people who we looked at their lives and we said, oh, you're a creative person. Look at all these creative things you do. 
So I guess maybe it's how other people view it. Could be some of them, mm. you know. I mean, it could be, mm. you know, like you said, it should, should be something tangible. It should be, you know, so you look at certain things that are creative. And I think, whereas now maybe you're thinking, oh, well, maybe some of this thought processing things I'm doing is creative, <laughs> you know. Mm. And so I think it is. I think it's some of that of, yeah, what are people's perception of what you're doing? Because it seems like, I don't know if it has to be something like brand new, necessarily. I, I think it's, again, yeah, doing, creating things that maybe, oh, I guess maybe haven't been done before. And even, the, even, you know, like with you, with your servant, I mean, yeah, you do it every Sunday, but it's something new every Sunday. It's, it's creating something, a different message, a different way of peop- giving people and then giving them a different way of thinking. I actually don't do it every Sunday, but yeah, or how I often did, you do, yes. Um, but I'm always in some format trying to present a new way of mm-hmm. seeing things. Yes, mm-hmm. I think that's my struggle is to see ideas and concepts as creative. Mm-hmm. Is there, I mean, perhaps there's a sort of stages in it? So words can be very creative when you're writing them. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're writing a book or a song, mm-hmm. that seems creative. Right. But when you're delivering them and they're not recorded in any way, mm-hmm. still just as creative. There's mm-hmm. still the, the creative process mm-hmm. isn't there. Yeah. To, to getting there, right. that's, there's that tangible again. Right. I'm realizing even today that the ideas are, are my creativity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess there's something about creativity of creating something new Mm -hmm. as well. And I don't think of myself as creating something new in ideas. The Mm -hmm. ideas I'm trying to get across Mm -hmm. are the the same ideas. I want God's ideas to get across. Right. So they're already created. But it's just a different way of looking at that idea. Yeah. Or, yeah, of presenting it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, I think, you know, I mean, some of the things we read, some people say there's nothing new out there. But we are, we present it in a, in a different way. And so that is being creative. You know, people will talk about, you know, being writers and say, well, I want to write about this subject, but man, it seems like everybody's writing about this. But, but no one can write it like you can. No one can share that story like you can. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same with sharing ideas. I mean, there's nothing new, yet we're different. And so we bring a new perspective and a new creativity to that presentation of whatever it is we're talking about. When I think about God and what he understands and is, I think there's this humongous picture. Mm -hmm. And each one of us has some part Mm -hmm. of that picture. And when we start tying the the parts Mm -hmm. together, we get more of the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Part of what I love to do is add to the picture. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, picture. That, and that goes, you know, you saying you love talking with people, you love connecting mm. with people. And yeah, it is. It's, and I think that's why we like reading books by authors we like who do expound on some of those thoughts. And um, because we can, we can make those connections. And then, you know, maybe we go a little further and then we're sharing with people. And yeah. <laughs> I think when, uh, I guess I believe that, yeah, when we talk about, Creativity, I think we are talking about the creator. You can't separate those, those two ideas. Uh, 
very far. Right. Um, and and I think that that's important for us to to sort of be able to to look at that. And yeah, going back to the the thought, yeah, if we are created in His image, then that means we're creative. Um, and maybe some of life, some of life is about trying to find what are those ways for me? What are the ways that really resonate with, with me? What really works uh, for me and draws me closer to my God, my creator? What, what, what ways make me more like him? I realize that as we take on the characteristics of God, being made it, make, becoming his likeness, we're almost creating characters or, or mm-hmm. recreating, mm-hmm. I suppose. So if I'm learning to be patient or long-suffering or good, any, any of the characteristics that scriptures describe mm-hmm. God as having or demonstrate him as mm-hmm. having, the more I have those, maybe I'm not creating them as much as he is in mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. We're, we're coordinating together. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're doing the creating simultaneously mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah and then i think then the next step is then okay now i am more patient or good or whatever and then then how do i deal with the world and the people around me now that i have that gift that god has helped me have more too i mean i think that it just keeps going <laughs> yeah. Yeah. now that you have this <laughs> yes. i'm giving you an opportunity to use yes, it yes exactly yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another year of conversations with people who live creative lives. Carol, what thoughts come to mind as you listened to Dennis share with us this week? I really liked how he talked about how his thought processes, he feels like, is one of the creative ways he expresses (laughs) himself. Yeah, I I enjoyed uh, just the conversation. It's the normal thing we do with Dennis, I feel like is talk a lot and share each other's ideas. That's who Dennis is. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening. Would you like to see what else we do at Grow Me A Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our Fertile Ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative life. Join us next Friday as we continue investigating the spiritual side of creativity on the Dreams and Bones podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone, and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.